In this episode, we talk about one of New World's many alien ripoffs. Oh no, not again. Don't worry, we guarantee you'll have a good time. podcast where we talk about every movie that new world pictures ever released i'm ryan with me as always is mark i'm down in the engine room trying to fix this ship leave me alone (laughs) and erica does anybody need some food i'll just i'll just take some food around from corridor to corridor (laughs) and also joining us for this special episode writer performer peter fluay so we're gonna be playing racquetball <laughs> we are gathered together to talk about a very special movie a movie i cannot wait to talk about it's special it's spiritual it's it's scientific it's all sorts of things of course i'm talking about 1986's star crystal you are about to experience a 21st century nightmare a voyage into an uncharted realm of futuristic fear expedition in search of the key to the unknown has uncovered a new form of life more intelligent more powerful more frightening than anything ever encountered in space star crystal Crystal, a new form of life and death. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and ask: Did did I watch the wrong movie? <laughs> I mean, it's happened it's, on this podcast before. It's this possible. Is not, it's possible that I did. I'm just. It has I'm, happened. I'm mildly concerned that I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> Based on that trailer. You know what? I think anyone sitting through Star Crystal is going to have the exact same feeling. Did I watch the right movie? Did yeah. I watch? I'm I'm incredibly confused. (laughs) Um, Now, why we're watching this movie is because when we have guests on the show, we always ask them to pick the movie. Peter picked Star Crystal, so I have to ask Peter, why Star Crystal? I like the poster. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes! So, So you have not seen this movie. I've not seen this movie. I hadn't heard of this movie. And then uh, I believe... You were like, just pick a New World film. And of yes. course, they have a very large filmography. It is. And yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it would be enjoyable to watch something bad. And then I like the late 80s, kind of bad. So I'm thinking along the lines of Robocop. And then I looked at this poster. <laughs> this and- is n- this is not Robocop. <laughs> no, just to not. be clear, Star no. Crystal is nowhere near Robocop. <laughs> and so I saw the poster and I literally just said, 
what about this thing called Star Crystal? And you were like, you got it. And that was three months ago, I think. <laughs> and then I had to text you and be like, what are we watching? <laughs> to which I responded with a laugh because I was like, you picked it and you don't remember. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've all watched this movie. You're like, what am I watching again? <laughs> it was terrific. Um, so... Before we talk any more about Star Crystal, let's talk about what this movie is about. We're going to go around and ask everyone what this movie is about. Uh, Peter, we'll start with our guest. What is this movie about? All right. Uh, imagine a future uh, that is run by the Ugg Boot Corporation. <laughs> and it sure is. And Dickie's coveralls. <laughs> Where man has gone further than he's ever gone before. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that would be handled by scientists and experts are now handled by white trash Seven <laughs> Eleven employees. That's how far we are in the future. But what horrible things might we discover in the vastness of space or in the Joshua Tree Desert <laughs> under a red filter? Potentially Vasquez Rocks. I mean, who knows? Could be. It's hard to tell. That red filter was really hard. It made it really hard to look at. Uh, okay, uh, Erica, what is Star Crystal about? Um, I think Star Crystal, for me, it was a movie about hope because it told me, like, anybody can get a job in space. <laughs> like, you don't even... It didn't seem like there were reference checks. It seemed like no, anybody no. could land a job in space. So does this Does this suit fit you? Okay, you got it. <laughs> you're Actually, hired. you know what? If the suit doesn't fit, we'll just give you a white t-shirt. No big deal. Yeah, you're hired. <laughs> and if that shirt is real tight, then you're on security. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job. That's what you do. Uh, Mark, what is this movie about? Uh, this is the orig origin story of the guild navigator from David Lynch's Dune. <laughs> Wow. 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 All all sci-fi roads lead back to Dune. Especially the red-filtered dusty roads of Mars. Well, plus the creature has the same kind of uncomfortable butthole mouth that the, the guild navigator has. So, oh, and the same kind of shape except he's not floating in a tank. And I was like, oh, this is a prequel to David Lynch's Dune. I now want to rewatch it with butthole mouth. Oh, as yeah. my new filter. This is my new lens. Which, Dune or Star Crystal? <laughs> Both. Either one. Both. I mean, he did write a lot of books, so who knows? The butthole mouth creature may be deep into the Dune series, so only real Dune heads know yeah. the, the truth of this. Well, for me, uh, I thought uh, Star Crystal was a the wacky and fun-loving adventure of Shuttlecraft SC-37 <laughs> and its kooky onboard computer Bernice as they travel from Mars and beyond with various crews in a laugh-a-minute hilarious space odyssey. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I from a certain perspective, trailer. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a good trailer right there. There are a lot of intentionally goofy, silly scenes that tonally don't fit at all. No, yeah. no. Or you could arguably say the other scenes don't fit with the laughably goofy scenes. You could yeah. say this movie doesn't tonally fit itself. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, it goes everywhere. I felt like this movie was the equivalent of when you're trying to put a shirt on and you keep trying to push your head through the armhole. <laughs> and you're like, this has to be it. This, this has to be it. It's like, no, you're just, no, you just need to, oh, God, no, you'll get it. Maybe. Well, let, let oh. me just read the letterboxed synopsis. Uh, we have a page on letterboxd. Definitely find us there. But this is the synopsis according to letterboxd.com. And it's very quick. Crew members aboard a spaceship encounter an alien life form intent on killing them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 And we laugh because that's partly true. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I mean, sort of. Absolutely. I mean, they skip over the fact that I agree with all of you that this does feel like it could have been an ABC Friday night sitcom workplace comedy... Yeah. For sure. But that that aired at like 7 o'clock before things really started getting, get, started <laughs> yeah. getting going. Yeah. You know. yeah. So you could Just, watch it with your family and it's fine. Yeah. Like this is the Halloween episode of, yeah. you know, Nuts in Space. Yeah. It doesn't go too <laughs> crazy. Now this is uh, a Lance Lindsay Joint who wrote and directed this film. He directed one other movie. <laughs> Which is 1988's Real Bullets, which shares a lot of the same cast, including the guy who plays Captain Roger, who's also in that film. Um, But after that, I guess he said all he wanted to say. I should also give a shout out to Eric Woster, who co-created the story, was the first AD, second unit director, and produced. (laughs) If you look at the credits of this movie, there's about eight people that worked on this film. And don't worry, it shows. <laughs> you can tell on the screen that it's like, this was a real tight crew. <laughs> um, that's literally the, all that you I, I can tell you about this movie because there's almost nothing about this movie on there. But Incidentally, that is also the plot of Alien and just about every other sci-fi movie. Yes, yes. So... There's an alien, it's intent on killing him. And there, this is definitely a movie that saw this lance definitely watched alien but that is a certainty um but let's let's talk about that poster real quick because erica had the exact same feelings about that poster right erica yeah yeah i i was with peter i was i looked at the poster i'm like all right look at this this looks great it looks kind of scary it looks a little intense like it's a giant monster in space with these very sharp long teeth yeah two two rows of them and that monster never shows up. Yeah. No. 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 It, it, it doesn't. I mean, to be fair, we never saw some of the people's undershirts <laughs> in this movie. I mean, some of them we did. Some of them we didn't. I assume under uh, the engineer for the ships, Dickie Coverall, this was what the alien on this poster is probably on that shirt. And it's a band. from. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we we also never see them in sleep pods, right? Which is on yeah. the poster, right? Which so. also is another nod to Alien, but there is no sleep pods at all in this in this future. No. Also, there's a man, woman, and a child in these sleep pods. Where was the kid? <laughs> there's no kid in this. Nope. No. This, thankfully, is not Space Raiders. thank god which is another new world movie we have talked about and that's one of the nicest things i could say about star crystal (laughs) is that it is not space raiders 
Um, we do start at Mars, as Peter was alluding mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Mars, maybe Joshua Tree, maybe... Mars, uh, California. <laughs> where yes. people are going on a routine expedition to look for something very specific, which doesn't yeah. feel very routine <laughs> yeah. to me. Right. But, okay. They knew exactly what they were grabbing out of that Mars right. dust. Right. They exactly. went right for it. Yeah. I love... I'm gonna to try to find things I love about this movie, and we and we wander and we wandered into the first thing that I really love. Oh, good, okay. which is the uh, the shovel work <laughs> in this film. You know, most movies ask me to suspend my disbelief when I have to watch a car like drive down a building, or an Asgardian thunder god uh, defeat a demigod from outer space. This movie made me have to go. Are they really shoveling? This is some of, the weakest, <laughs> some of the weakest shovel work I've ever seen in my life. And um, at that moment, I'm like, I think I might be in love. If it's all this. <laughs> if it's just the shovel work? If it's like... If they had never stopped shoveling for ne- like an hour and a half. If they had never stopped shoveling. <laughs> if it made me wonder, like, how tired are these workers? How weak are these workers? Could we not have a bigger shovel? Did we even need this shoveled shot? Wouldn't it have been more exciting to like show a hand holding a shovel and pushing it into the ground? Instead, it's a a light dip into some sand and a shake. And there it is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. They found the Mars rock. By the way, this movie takes place in what? 2032, right? 2035, I read. I think it is only 11 years from now. Yeah. 2032. And uh, spoiler alert, everyone, in 2032, we can smoke at work again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, indoors. None of this outside yes. shit anymore. Wait, right wait, wait. We're all the table. We're, we're all in a spaceship. We're all going to breathe the same recycled air. It's totally cool, dude. <laughs> totally Not cool. a problem anymore. Also, 2032, if you think you're, that elevator music's going away, it's not still in the elevator. There's a scene with them being in the elevator, and in the background, it's like... I'm like, wow, that's going to still exist. This is once we leave Mars, and we leave this uh, initial group of people that find this rock, and then we go to this space station. That's where their shuttlecraft ends up landing. But I just want to quickly mention that while they, once they found this Mars rock, what did they enjoy? Because they were exhausted and thirsty. Oh, they had a, they had a sweet Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. A... Sorry, Pepsi. Yeah. Not oh. this movie. We've had a lot of movies this year that were clearly sponsored by Pepsi. In your face. This movie, 1986's Star Crystal, they took their cash from Coca-Cola. And how do you know it's the future? Straws are in the middle of the can. (laughs) (laughs) So different. So different. So different. I can't wait for that, personally. It's 11 years away, everybody. (laughs) We're going to be on Mars. I feel like it's a real desire. (laughs) Finally drink a Coke like a cartoon character. Just punch it right through the middle and... Slurp it up. Once we are on the space station, we meet like this mustachioed uh, um, colonel and a mm-hmm. pretty blonde yeah. lieutenant. Yeah. Didn't you think they were going to have a better and bigger role in this yeah. movie? I did. I was a little surprised when 
basically half the cast disappeared. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we spend a lot of time with them, and particularly in this very dark room, which we are... The star Crystal? <laughs> or, sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. The Star Chamber. <laughs> and then, and this is the, the room where they're actually having this council meeting mm-hmm. to discuss how the crew, the initial crew that found that Mars space rock died. Yeah. Which is a black room that's clearly a set. Yeah. And what they have done is they reveal... A circular uh, star pattern, which is just a bunch of lights, clearly. And right. that's supposed to be him looking out a window into space. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's done by, like very much like a stage play set. And you're like, oh, you don't see that a lot in sci-fi movies. Kind of a stage set where there's one light, darkness it, all around you. It reminded me a lot of Death's Port. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Yeah. It did. Yes. Yeah. 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 A previous New Except World film. Death's Port gave us a little more skin. <laughs> yes there's and in space i think we've learned that that's a no-no is this movie rated g it is rated r r how it is rated r how why how on I, earth because this was when kirk cameron was part of the mpaa <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of pull back then growing pains was at a peak. right right they're like kirk buddy this one is not r he's like there are two, there are three murders in this movie. <laughs> he would leave the Growing Pain set and be like, that was a long 12 hours. And they'd be like, here's three screeners, go home and watch. Tell us your thoughts. <laughs> here's a funny side story about me. For a long time, I thought his name was Kurt Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> and then later when someone was like, do you mean Kirk Cameron? I was like, no. And they were like, <laughs> you fought them. You're like, I no. fought them because I was convinced. His name was Kurt. So So you haven't changed much. <laughs> nope. Still the same. Convinced whatever you were thinking. Was, whatever was, however was you real. started to think that. Um uh yeah, so once we get out of once we leave that, that there there's something that happens on in the the spaceport. What happened? Does anyone know? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna venture a guess. I'm going to just venture a quick guess that um, after all the men angrily shouted at each other (laughs) with absolutely no context, (laughs) um, with some really wonderful ADR, which is Ah. uh, which is amazing to have so many close up shots of people where it's so clearly ADR, where it's like I feel they went through the entire day of filming and we're like microphones no <laughs> Doug Shoot. can you get back in here uh, but they're all forgetting something you know. so they miss the actual like because there's in that in that scene they go shall we begin and talk about whatever the hell it is they're going to talk about in this meeting and then the guy takes a giant drag of a cigarette and just luxuriates in it but we never hear any I, any of any of it there's I no be- sound to it there's no sound to it i believe the star crystal <laughs> yes that was found on mars activates and overloads the space station mm. okay that's mm. like how i took it to okay. be. Otherwise, I would have to say the only other thing I've seen on the space station is a lot of elevator shots. <laughs> yeah. A lot. There was yeah. an elevator shot that like I'm like, ah, oh, I guess I'm supposed to be following these two characters. And it was like, oh, no. Like they just made me watch two people for ten seconds get into an elevator. <laughs> right. Um, 
Wait, so I think the Star Crystal... They have the Colonel get out of the elevator, and he walks down somewhere and goes right back on, and it's the same locked-off shot. (laughs) (laughs) They also have shots of them going up or down an escalator, which is totally shot at a mall. Right, right. Which I I found charming, that in the future we still have malls. (laughs) Or they come back. That's amazing. Smoking's back, back, malls are back, the 80s are back. Everything's coming back. But ships are driven entirely by an Alexa voice system. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. So it's all the best that we have now. And the only people that are good at fixing them are scientists that we outsource. Yes. (laughs) That NASA has to outsource. They have to, like, bring in people from the outside. Of course. Not, like, a full-time NASA employee. They would not. No, no, no. Why would they dare? It's like SpaceX. (laughs) Because, Ryan, does NASA have employees? This this actually is aligning with our current... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) ...present day so well. Yes. Star Crystal had it figured out. They knew what was up. They just borrowed from Dune and Alien and other sources, but they had the future figured out. Now, I, and correct, I'm trying to like remember correctly. Maybe one of you can make this clear. Does the thing that looks like a penis, um, like come to life after the space station explodes or before the space station explodes? Before you mean the guild navigator? <laughs> That's before now. When the space, because the space rock that they find on Mars, when they try to have, they have a Doc character. All these characters are so brief. Space rock, you fool! It's in the title. It's a crystal. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It's a rock that he then burns a laser into. Mm -hmm. They're like, "This is too tough. Let's go to bed. We'll get back to this tomorrow." Like, basically, KY jelly falls out of it onto the floor. And then it opens up to reveal inside the star crystal. Yeah, and then that's the KY... what all crystals are. Yeah. And then the KY <laughs> okay, Kurt. turns into the guild navigator, who yes, sounds is... basically like that that uh, high-pressure water cleaner that you get at the dentist that you just can't get out of your mind. <laughs> it's like, this is the most... No, that... Oh. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is the... No, before... Oh. Also, they do get into that it doesn't need air... But it is panting through the entire yes. movie. Yes. <laughs> like, it has, not needing air. If it's you not sound. breathing, it's having difficulty doing whatever <laughs> yeah. it's doing instead. But as yeah. a baby, it sounds like that drill at a dentist. And I'm like, boy, yeah. that is the most, that's, that's and the you most see that, feature ever. Like somehow it just forms out of the goo that's on the ground. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't, I don't know what that goo was, but apparently that was embryonic of some nature and out comes a small little gooey creature right but i still believe it was the star crystal that blew up the space station i i, I will f- go with that theory because the movie won't tell me right the but movie the star can't. crystal ends up on the shuttle ship so did the little creature and the star crystal go to the shuttle ship and then blow that, up the space that's station? the same shuttle ship that came from mars our our, her, mm-hmm. our hero mm-hmm. campbell and his friend, um, Cal, Cal, um, Campbell's working on fixing the ship. Right. And, uh, solving the fact that the original crew that went to Mars that we saw in the very beginning of the movie, they all died because the air went out. Right. So they, so he's fixing that. So that's the same ship. That's why this movie is all about the same shuttle craft. In that introduction, I thought like, sweet, this is the, this is the Bretton Parker of this, this is the Yafet Koto and 
Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, and then and then the 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 blonde woman uh, who, who the doctor who is or is she the doctor? No, that's the no, other one. That's the, the other the, Adrian yeah, is the doctor. Yeah, she's like the <laughs> Lambert of the group because she's panicking the whole time. She's like, there. Ju- she's there. Her job is literally to when they dish out assignments, they're like. You used to work with food, right? So you just make sure everyone's fed. That's her job. <laughs> right, which, I mean... That's what I mean. Anybody can have a job in space. Like, I could roll up and they'd be like, hey, you've served food before. And I'd be like, hell yeah. And they're like, you have a job in space. I'm like, sweet, where are my boots? <laughs> because the, the spaceport blows up, they have to take the shuttlecraft and immediately leave, in which we meet a couple new characters. One is the character we're talking about that, that is serving the food. Please, she has a name. Taylor Kingsley. <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> and we also meet our uh, an- another lieutenant who is the our engineer. Yes, uh, and whose name is Peter. You uh, Lieutenant uh, Billy Lynn. <laughs> yeah, that's why she has such a hard time with Campbell. Mm-hmm. That's right, right, because he's just there to like repair the computer, and then somehow he ends up being captain of the ship. Yeah, you know. So you for have... no good reason other than he's the only one who knows how to fly it. Oh, I do. No, I love the fact he's like, listen. This ship runs on computers, and I'm the one that knows computers. Right. And I'm like, one of these people is a lieutenant. <laughs> the other one is security, right? I can't believe Cal was just like, you run things. <laughs> you, run, you run. Also, they took the only doctor on board and said, could you go over all the food supplies and just see what we got? Like, right. that's a good use of your doctorate. So you were on a you were on a, a spaceport that just blew up in front of you, right? You've just assessed that it's going to take a year or eighteen months eighteen to months get where to you get, need to go, yeah. And you don't have enough food. You and you're all things are looking dire, and pretty quickly, Cal and Roger are like, "But who are we going to fuck?" <laughs> yeah <Wow>. like instantly <laughs> wow yeah it's like that is they went immediately to their most primal needs i like, would, I would, I would yep. say they never no. left their primal needs because like cal <laughs> from the jump was like are you gonna keep fixing this ship or are we gonna play some handball <laughs> right or racquetball <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. was just crazy <laughs> to me that like this is how we're going to build our character he's never going to let go of this racquetball no he's never nope. going to let it go <clears throat> um yeah they it, they not only instantly go like who, who are you going to bone and hey this one's mine hands off then they get wasted yeah like real wasted like too. immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah meanwhile poor lieutenant billy down in, in engineering has a real mix-up with the creature who has now grown beyond this little tiny thing on, on, in right. the Right, but let's face facts. Lieutenant Billy is a real bitch. Why? She's a brunette and her hair is frizzy. <laughs> she has to go. Yeah. Space gives her hair no volume. I mean, so she is a real bitch This movie clearly codes her as a complete fucking bitch. I yep. knew it from the moment yep. when she was like, you're not a captain. You're a repairman. <laughs> Yeah. And they were like, ugh, what a bitch. Well, yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> that could have been said She was 100% a correct. <laughs> She's the only person on the ship who's actually trying to do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. She practically... She was the only person on the ship worth a damn. She was. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, and she's—that's why the alien kills her immediately. Yeah, right. because right. you have to get rid of you have to get rid of her. Well, yeah, I mean, you want to raise the stakes of this high, high 
tension movie. <laughs> you want to get rid of the most capable one because now it's like, ah, oh, it's 18 months to get to Earth. There's two refilling stations along the mm-hmm. way, one of which will take us five days to get to, which kind of lessens the stakes a little bit. But, oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Our most capable crew member has been killed by an alien wielding a wrench. Wielding a wrench. <laughs> That was something that you mentioned, Erica, right? Is that this movie constantly, like, introduced stakes and then immediately wipes them away. Immediately it would be like, "Uh uh-oh, we don't have a lot of food. It's going to take a long time to get back home. But don't worry, in five days there's a a filling station. It was like, wait, what? And it was like, but don't worry, Billy's Billy's gone, but other people are capable of piloting the ship. It was like, damn it, just... (laughs) <laughs> that filling station has those shitty K20 rations, though. Oh, yes. I know. <laughs> right. But I was right. thinking it had rations. So what's the point of being yeah. like, we don't have enough food? Well, you'll have rations in five days, you wimps. Like, just... It was. It went from them being like, wow, we're screwed, to being like, ah, we're inconvenienced I would like by to, the rations. But, but I'd like to which point. is still super tense. I say, yeah. I say, but this is saying true to the future that they've created, which is everyone is wearing Ugg boots and Dickies coveralls. Like, <laughs> This is a future where no one gets inconvenienced anymore. It is literally Santa Monica at 8 o'clock in the morning has completely taken over society. And this, this, is, where, this is where we're at. They're like, what do you mean you don't have iced coffee? There's no ice? You just take hot coffee and you pour it over ice. Oh, you don't make What's... shitty turkey pot pies? I guess we're going to get along just fine. <laughs> I was trying to cut carbs from my diet anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> so at this point, like, we get through, I think, the first 49 minutes. 49 minutes? We're 49 minutes. 49 minutes into this movie, we are in deep Jeez. alien ripoff territory. Yes. Yeah. As this beast sort of goes through. God, thank you for calling it a beast. Yeah. I'm really when, pumping it theory, up. When it spoiler really... alert. In theory, spoiler alert. Pause in case you don't want to hear spoilers. It looks like a melted ET. <laughs> it is not. Well, I I don't know if we're, I did not I was not trying to transition into that section of, of the movie. God damn it! It was like someone someone made an ET candle in arts and crafts and left Save it, it. Left, Save left, it. left it on the left it on the Guys, dashboard let's, too let's long. Take, let's take this movie from what we know at the forty minute mark. Very thin pencil like tentacles. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are, they could easily are, be defeated. are making their way through this ship, wrapping themselves around people's bodies, and then yeah. uh, starting with those a delicious weird, boots. A yeah. weird claw that seems very avoidable, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. That both not only dehydrates them, but also makes all their blood explode out of their body. <laughs> Which for a moment I thought this thing is going to go down an alien route because they're using that same kind of reverse uh, 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 camera work where the tentacles are looks like they're floating up into the shirt but they're actually being pulled back and they're just reversing it. So I thought like, oh, they're gonna this alien's going to make a double of Billy, mm. and now they were going to go down. Sorry, into like the thing territory, uh, and it doesn't. No, because no. the alien read Billy's. <laughs> brain patterns and went Ugh, what a bitch <laughs> she's gonna be right and she's gonna let you know she's right and shit who Ugh. wants that so she's gotta go um no it, it it's very much an alien territory and at this point i noted that it was 49 minutes 
And it kills off a good portion of the crew. And I was like, we still have 40 minutes left. And I did not know what is left of this movie. So now I want to say the movie takes a turn. And it's going to take a turn that we have to talk about. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason you definitely want to watch Dark Crystal, skip ahead. Don't have this part ruined for you. Watch this movie. Don't have this ruined for you. If you've seen Star Crystal, continue ahead undeterred because this creature turned... We finally see this creature, and this creature looks like... A melted E.T. Yes. It Again, and it it goes back to my point of they're, crea- they're trying to create tension. You get, you get glimpses of this kind of big wrinkly eye. Mm-hmm. You know, the breathing, like the... <sighs> this gross breathing. though it doesn't breathe but yeah doesn't yes. breathe, there, doesn't but breathe it, it sounds that. like gross breathing right kind of it's lumpy slimy skin you know pulsing and you're like god what does this thing look like and then they pan back and he's like hello <laughs> <laughs> and you're like oh my right. what he's with, adorable with looks only... like somebody left their et out in the sun <laughs> <clears throat> with only two crew members left we have 40 minutes left of this movie and i was like what's going to happen and I have to say, I was not ready for what was going to happen next. <laughs> I did not know this movie was going the route it was going. No one does. No, no did one you guys? No. no. How, how <laughs> could you possibly know where this movie was going? At this point, I was still marveling at the horror of the African-American character whose skull was black. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that, I did too. When that show, when that when that shot happened, oh, I, went, I went, "Whoa!" Yeah, like, <laughs> "Whoa!" Who, even in 1986, who let that go by? Yeah, like oh. that was so no, so bad. As so if bad. we wouldn't know who it was, right? Right. No, the only person who was killed in one of those corridors was him. Right. I was right. Like, come on. You have only a crew. Of five. Right. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, before we move into more of these reveals, why are all the doors so low right. in this spaceship? All the doors are three quarters the height yeah. They, sh- yeah. they should be. And not only do they have electric locks, they have wheel crazy locks yes. too. Yes. In case it's submerged in water. I guess. I know. I kind of felt like, was this shuttlecraft run by children? Yes. Like who love to crawl from place to place and then pop out. It's like it's like they constructed the inside to be like a McDonald's playroom. Yes. <laughs> Where you have to like parts you can stand in and parts you have to crawl. Well, because yes. there were so many like not even tunnels, just like full on tubes. Like when I think yeah. of a tunnel, usually yeah. it has a flat ground. These are full circles that this woman has to haul lunch yes. through so so awkwardly. I, I don't But that's what she that's what she does. That's what she does. She just does. That's she works with food. That's what she does. <laughs> well, I like the fact the doctor had to like keep an eye on the food, but the other person had to cook the food. I feel yeah. like we could yeah. like kind of combine some combine some roles yeah. here. And what did Cal give himself as a job? Oh, he literally said, "If anything needs help, I'll be there." Like <laughs> I literally, I mean, I won't lie. I really identified with Cal yeah. in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? He's the smartest guy. One of the, besides Billy, who clearly was the smartest person in the ship, he's the second because he was like, oh shit, we're going to be on this ship for like 18 months. 
let's start assigning jobs fast. And yeah. I will give myself the job of, I'll just help anyone that needs help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A backup. Yeah. Yeah. He's a utility player. You do this, time. you do that, you do that, and I'll be here in case anyone needs me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did say everybody comes in on cleaning. Everybody helps out with cleaning. Yeah, which, like like it's summer camp, so we're all going to have KP duty that we're going to switch up. Which is the chore that everyone will forget. <laughs> Guys, we all are... No, 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 I'm in charge of food. No, I know, but I said everyone <laughs> also cleans. Mm. Well, oh, I didn't hear that. I just thought I was in charge of food. I'm just checking our food supplies. <laughs> like, I don't mean to assign <laughs> motives to Cal. Is it possible Cal was lying about being security? And possibly was on the cleaning crew of the space station. And not only saw an opportunity to be like, I'm not going to take responsibility for anything on this flight. But also like, you know what? I've always been cleaning. Everyone else everyone else can do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I'm not like going to be that. the only one stuck cleaning. I, like I got to assign that to everyone. And that's all I will do on occasion. <laughs> Other than that. Right. But let's get back to, to yeah, what sorry. happens in this movie, which, again, if you've stuck this long and you still need to, to bounce <laughs> out for spoiler reasons, let's just... I want to get your thoughts. What happens now with only two, two crew members left? They they meet this alien creature for the first time. And your thoughts? Well, I'll say this. Um, Again... They like to hide in the stakes and then take the stakes away, which is, yes. holy cow, the alien is getting smarter. And not only that, it's taken over the computer system somehow. Boy, now we're in real trouble because now it can just turn off the air. It can get in wherever it wants. Uh, and instead, uh, our alien starts <laughs> researching theology. <laughs> <laughs> he can do... Anything. I also love. Right. I also right. love the evolution of the human race is uh, only five chapters long. <laughs> like it literally, a computer program comes up and it's like evolution of the human race, uh, chapters one through five, right? And uh, and then learns everything about the human uh, race, uh, but spends all of its time in theology. Then goes to Christianity, um, and then I was like, what the fuck is? <laughs> This where and he seems swayed by literally two verses of the New Testament and mm -hmm. seems like, huh. But yeah. I will say too, Kurt Cameron would agree with you there. <laughs> As would Kurt Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, this alien has this entire space this shuttlecraft under his thumb, and he goes, Wait a tick. I don't know anything about humans. Yeah. <laughs> Let me right. investigate real fast. Let me give you back your air while I read about your entire species in a few chapters. Well, admittedly, he reads it very quickly and he ingests it and he learns a lot. He does. Uh, because we quickly find out that those three murders, just a horrible misunderstanding. Yeah. He even apologizes once he comes out and starts to talk and a voice... That honestly, uh, anybody who complained about Bane could go fuck themselves. <laughs> because here's a voice that you can't understand. Yeah. Wait, what was that? That's what happens when you talk through a butthole. 
can't enunciate. And that, like, it's just him <laughs> sucking air back into his butthole so yep. that he can elicit more words. Yeah. <laughs> the reveal when uh, Captain Roger runs in. Please, let's call him Campbell. 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 They're yes. low on food. They've locked themselves in this main chamber. He's done an impressive job with a rope that he's run through <laughs> two of the mm-hmm. of the uh, manual handles for the doors. He'll never be uh, be able to undo this physical lock because we have roped it off to yet another. <laughs> yeah, to another handle. Yeah. Like, Amazing. No way he'll ever. He's only killed everyone else on the ship, but by no means can he figure this out. Yeah. But then, not the doctor, but Campbell goes, huh, a first aid kit. Uh, I should see if there's anything in there we could use. Like, that was their... Why did they... Why are they just now being like, a first aid kit? We should use that. Well, that's because they were out of air, and I believe he is he is picking up, like, uh, right. He's like a the, mask, so he yeah. has air, and he goes to get another first aid kit yeah. yeah but again none of this is explained none of this is very clear wait for the helicopter <clears throat> none of this is very clear but i think that is what he's doing he's trying to get more supplies right more because they're worried about the air situation yeah well and then the and then the alien doesn't do anything to him and he's really confused about that but then they go on him and and uh, the doctor going on a Doctor date. Adrian Kimberly. <laughs> yes, you know she's a doctor because her last name's Kimberly. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against any real doctor whose last name is Kimberly, but right, she's got a boy's first name and a girl's first name as a last name. <laughs> yeah, so. which only doctors have. <laughs> <laughs> it's a requirement in the medical profession. Of Hi, the I'm I'm Doctor Bruce. <laughs> I'm here to... <laughs> Sorry, we're going to put you on food duty. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's what I'm best at. Also, I'm here to help if anyone needs... <laughs> oh, you're on cleaning then. <laughs> Son of a bitch, Billy! God damn it! Um, yeah, so when when he do, the, does go in, though, Doc, or, sorry, Captain Campbell, when he goes in, he tries to steal the Star Crystal. He is frozen in, 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 in place. Except for his eyes, which look around. <laughs> which can look around freely. His head can still move. He's frozen, his body is frozen. He can look. <laughs> I don't know what he was planning on doing with the star crystal. I don't know what he was going to do. Smash it? I don't know. But anyway, he turns around, and then you see Gar, the alien, his head come into frame, the melted ET candle, and then he turns around, starts talking to him, and then they become friends? Yeah, I, I mean, and then the next the next half hour is them palling out. Yes. What? Yes. yes. What? I mean, they play games. Yeah. They. There was a moment where I thought there might be a love connection between Doctor Kimberly and yes. God, like I was like, is this? Because at this point, I because they have way more chemistry than her and, and Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Well, also, be- it's worth noting that it is Bernice, the Alexa computer voice. That tells everyone his name. Yes. That, that yeah. reveals yeah, yeah. Gar's name. Yeah. Gar! Mm. <laughs> he could have chosen anything. Anything. And he's Gar. You what is w- that, Gareth? Gareth? 
Now I when I Garly? when we watch this Gart Cameron <laughs> when we watch this together, Erica, you literally said this. Are they just friends with the alien now? <laughs> yeah, I just felt like I didn't. I was like, am I misunderstanding? No. This? Well, I love. I love how he turns things around on them and makes them feel like the assholes. Yeah. Like he, he does it. He like, gaslights them big time. Brilliantly. Where yeah. he's like, you are coming to kill me, you murderers, you yeah. murderous humans. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You killed our friends. He's like, whoa, I was just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know any better. Yeah, I was just trying to survive, and then you guys kept trying to kill me. Yeah. I thought friend. they were trying to kill me. Yeah. He's like, your friend threw acid on me, and I was a baby. A baby, a self-defense. He neglects to mention his first murder, even though he has tentacles that can dehydrate and also make your blood explode out of your body. Chooses, instead of just using those tentacles, which would make me think it's an animal, it doesn't know any better, it's just using self-defense. Chooses a tool. It chooses a wrench. Yeah. And uses a tentacle to then bash a person in the face and then attack it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, no, I mean, I can't I can't argue with that logic. I mean, I felt like both Dr. Kimberly and, uh, and Campbell were like, oh, shit, you really boxed me into a corner. Yeah. I don't know how I can... How, what's the counter-argument? Well, that? I'm telling you, that's why I do believe this is Santa Monica of the future. They're just too woke for their own good. <laughs> they literally, like, let themselves get completely gaslit on this. <laughs> he even says to, to, to Campbell, he's like, I'm sorry I killed your friend. And he's like, oh, I hadn't really thought about that, but, uh, yeah, that's that was a drag. But we're cool. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly what he says, but it's like, he basically says, like, I killed your buddy. I think yeah. basically, like, needily, like, are you going to do some shit? Are you going to pull some shit? Because I could fuck you up so badly. I could turn off the air at the fucking... I don't even need to snap. I don't have anything I can snap. But also, yeah. I don't even need to snap. I mean, Carson... And I would use the crystal. Because here's the thing. He's using the crystal to communicate with the computer. How... How? But also, like, I'm confused. This is the crystal that's making him evolve so fast. Yes. Yeah. The crystal is a nutrient. It's a Wi-Fi. <laughs> it's a weapon. It's a communication device. It's a crystal, guys. Its powers are limitless. And is it the killing starts because... See, this would make a lot more sense to me if he'd said, like, look... I'm protecting the crystal. Anyone that gets near the crystal, I have to like. Yeah, have it made it. me. Yeah. This is my it, allegiance. Sure. Yeah, sure. like this yeah. kind of makes that makes more sense. But like that never gets brought nope. up. That's something that He's you just be and gar. That's something that you would maybe introduce if you did like a second draft. <laughs> <laughs> but since you didn't. I would Since s- they didn't. So, so was this movie started with like a buddy got a crystal at a garage sale? He's like, look what I got. Let's write a movie about that. Because like, the crystal is a big part of the movie and never is explained for any so, other reason than well, the crystal's there. So this is Lance Lindsay coming home with a crystal from a garage sale. <laughs> Honey, what'd you get? Shut up. Everyone shut up. I gotta get on the computer. Or the word processor yeah, word or processor. typewriter. Yeah. And you know, this is 1986. You know, no one talk to me and get me reams of paper. And you know his wife's name was Billy. <laughs> oh! Definitely. Oh. Definitely. Oh. You bring him home another crystal? 
Ooh, just God. wait till I write this script. <laughs> You're gonna get it. Oh, you are gonna be the first one to get it, Billy, my wife. Also, great perm. Anyway, I gotta go write. Oh, she stomps away in her Uggs. I will write. <laughs> Ooh, Uggs. That makes sense for the future. <laughs> All right, uh, if you've caught back up or never left, we're now going to move on to one of our favorite segments. Things we loved and things we hated. That's right, we're going to go around and talk about the things we loved and things we hated about Star Crystal. Mark, could you kick it off? I loved the fact that who someone, uh, I, I don't know, the costume designer or whatever, uh, midway through the movie when it's just Campbell and Dr. Kimberly and things are looking dire... You know, Campbell's showing that he's really stressed and that there's not any air conditioning. But costume person doesn't understand sweat patterns because he's like sweating from his armpits to the top of his shoulders. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, what? Is, how bad are you sweating? It looks dude? actually like he's sweating from the shoulders <laughs> and it just catches underneath his armpits. Yeah, no, like imagine the stripe on the L.A. Rams uniform. That is how a right, sweat pattern right. is going. And I'm thinking, right. what? <laughs> did anyone, did the costume designer ever see someone sweat? Ever? Just like he, to cool down, he put two ice cubes up underneath his shirt on his shoulders, and they just melted down. Meanwhile, uh, Doctor Kimberly, cool as a cucumber. Yeah, not yeah. no no sweaty <laughs> marks at all. Nothing. She's just fine. She's not yeah. messing up that costume. Uh, Peter, something you loved? Oh, something I loved um, in this movie is definitely all of the space station <laughs> that ended up not being important yes. at all yeah yes. there was something so i'm i don't know like that they made me spend so much time in the space station gave me a weird conference room all in darkness that let me know these are the villains of this piece from like got it these are the guys that are going to try to use the star crystal for nefarious mm-hmm. purposes mm-hmm. um i love the acting in that scene because there's no context for anything but everyone's just like you know what I'm talking about, Dan. Dan, you need to shut up. You need to shut up, Dan. You don't run the space station. I run the space station. Me, Douglas, not you, Dan. It's almost like they decided to burn through their best actors early yeah. on in the space in the space station. They're like, I got a, I got an hour for lunch. They were like, if you want to burn? You're a good go. actor. Can I get you? You can get me for a day for Star Crystal. They're like, all right, we'll make the best of it. I mean, so like, I do. <clears throat> That moment of just being completely flabbergasted when the whole space station blew up and realized I'm on a crew of five people that I have spent no time with after spending time, yeah. with, time with the Mars crew. Yeah. I'm like, this movie is wild. Because at this point, <laughs> yeah. I literally thought this would be a pattern that would keep going. <laughs> I thought we were going to cycle through like 120 characters. Like, mm-hmm. like... Well, it's, a, it's literally the second cycle because the first group of characters that we get introduced to on Mars also die immediately. Mm-hmm. Then we get new, new people at the space station. They blow up. Like, well, are we ever going to settle? Yeah. We do settle. On Gar. Right. <laughs> so there is like that... I, like this idea of the space station with so many elevators and so much impractical walking is <laughs> like I, you know I should hate it and yet I can't like, no no I, I adore it yeah yeah it, they, they they started setting up a world and then we're like ah, fuck it I don't know 
<laughs> they had, they led themselves down certain like pathways. They're like, but what about this? And they're like, let's not answer it. Let's blow it up and move on. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, think something that you loved. Oh God, I initially. I really took a turn on this movie when it took a turn. Mm. Initially, I was like, oh, this movie's so irritating. Like, they keep raising the stakes and then dissolving the stakes. And then when it took that turn, I was like, oh, I'm in. This is yeah. wonderful. What yeah. a weird, terrible twist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I loved more than anything was the music. I loved the music so much. When From the first... just opening uh moment of the dvd like kind of that waits <laughs> that home screen main main menu music in space with stranger we do what we believe in it was just safety or danger there's no place left to hide we travel in time knowing Particularly 
the last trip that comes that I, I guess they, they escape on. Casual they... 45. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about casual 45 shit? The one that looks like it has solo cups on top? Yes. That's the real casual ship yeah. that shows up. Chill. That's a chill ship. That, that talks a lot. There's a lot of communications happening. Well, that's the ship that comes by that tries to save them. It's also going to the same place. But I guess that might be the same ship that they, that they jump to. It, uh, also, the meteors hitting the ship. Oh, oh yes. man. I mean, it literally... Like, it, that, in, in, God, in, in your most Ed Wood... Throwing just like I, I I don't know these foam pieces mm-hmm. you painted brown at your model it looked oh yeah t- horrible yeah. and was amazing but um, also charming in its own way in its own in its own way um and the way that it bounced off that you wanted the sound effect to be like ping pong pong plink <laughs> like just... but let's go back to uh, raising stakes and losing stakes which was asteroids coming they just bounced off with minor surface damage. <laughs> right. Because all of a sudden there's a force field yeah. that Gar puts around the ship. What? Also, though... Of the star. Sorry. For anyone that has skipped ahead and, 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 and needs to uh, <laughs> not listen to this part because of spoilers, but there's a montage where Campbell and Adrian are just chilling out, living with Gar on the ship. And there's even where Roger's fixing whatever he's fixing on the ship. You don't need to fix anything. Gar controls it all. But whatever, he's fixing something. And then Gar uses his telepathy to, like, float the tool to his hand. And he's like, oh, Gar. It just was like, what? What is... What is happening? It turned what? into like an episode of Perfect Strangers. It was, like, it was just oh, 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 we're playing this stupid whatever game, and he's like, "Why is he such a jerk?" I'm like, "What has this movie become? Are we supposed to be suddenly like, this is beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> They've piled out with this gross glob that is just dripping with KY jelly." And happened to have killed three of their friends. They killed most of the people. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was incredible. Um, anything else before we move on? All right. Wait, Let's... I just really... Oh, good. I, I, I yeah. can't yes. stop Please. thinking about Casual Ship 45. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. I just, like, there is a... I felt a very long portion in the middle of this movie where another ship shows up. Yep. And you're like, ah, we're raising the stakes. No radio communications. <laughs> Right? right, but these guys are the most chatty fucks ever. <laughs> and you know, for another spaceship, I always just kind of assume military, but it's like space is super casual because, like, hey, how's it going over there? Thirty six. Seems like you seem to have some problems. No, nope, doesn't look like they're having problems. They're moving left. They're moving right. Hey guys, we're having a great time over here. Let us know if you need anything at all. But if yeah. you can't turn left, we're going to destroy you. <laughs> nope, they turn left. We're not going to destroy them. Hey, yeah. call us if you need anything. We'll see you at the next point. <laughs> He actually says, like, they actually say, like, hey, turn 30 degrees, and the ship makes almost no perceptible movement that I can tell, and they're like, all right, looks good. <laughs> they're just like, honestly, can you shift in any way? Looks great. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, there's, oh. Oh, there's no 30 degrees. It is great. Um, let's move on to things we hated. Um, Mark, something you hated. Um, I, you know, I really hated the, uh, the, the scene where, um, 
Dr. Kimberly and Campbell are watching the video of the two guys playing catch on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. God, yes. Yep. Only because I thought it could have been funnier. Mm-hmm. They could have worked harder. They could have dropped something. They could have tackled each other. They could have done... And it's a long scene. Why just when, watching them and play also, and catch. Why, when they speed it up, does it play like Benny Hill music? What? <laughs> yeah. What? What happened? Again, could have been funnier. Like right. They, like they do try but to make that a little bit she's funny. She's like, let's... Do we have to watch this? Can we speed it up? He's like, sure. And it's like... But it's not very fast. Benny Hill was faster. Right. No. And even she calls out. She's like, wow, this is really fucking great. I mean, she doesn't say fuck because this is a Kirk Cameron production. So, <laughs> but this is him. This is this is Kirk Cameron getting dark with an R rating. I just thought you, you know, know he like he was pissed for like a week. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. <laughs> on the growing pain set, they were like, "Don't talk to Kirk." He said and so many prayers. Erica's in the background set. going, "Kirk, <laughs> hey Kurt, <laughs> over here." <laughs> Yeah, yes. So I mean, I just felt like you had a you were you're yeah. gonna you're going for laughs. Could have gone harder on that one. Just, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Peter, something you hated? It's weird. I hate the fact this movie has no profanity. No. Nope. Yeah. No nudity. Nope. nope. None. Um. Next, to no gore. Mm-hmm. Just it. some goo coming out of a hand. I mean, like. Light blood, blood, and then at one point, just more KY jelly. Right, I mean, like, else's. I mean, this is a movie, like, and I'm not saying, like, ah, man, give me some fucking titties and some swear words. You can and say I'm that off, here. That's, I'm off to that's the welcome. Races, man. These are the movies I want to watch. But this this like is a, this is the new this is the new world podcast. We watch nothing but new world movies. They're normally filled yeah. with it with least one or the other, either titties or gore. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. But, like, here's so, the thing. It's, like, it's, a, it's still a 1986 movie. And this movie mm-hmm. is, like, so, makes so many, so many missteps. And, again, like, keeps taking away stakes. Keeps taking away interesting character interacts. Like, it takes everything from us. But it fills it with nothing. Like, it fills it with nothing interesting. To the point that I'm, like, God, like, just please, like... Open an airlock, have everybody's clothes fly out, everyone <laughs> everyone just scream fuck and, and like literally someone get torn in half. So like there's a lot to hate in this movie and I think the very most specifically is like it has none of the nineteen eighties things that necessarily like I could look back on it and be like, uh, the eighties, what a gross time. But I'm like, this movie kind of needs it <laughs> like like bad like real bad i don't know if that's too vague no uh, you just no. hated you hated what it didn't do <laughs> yeah um you hated that it had the potential to go there and it didn't yeah yeah but, yeah no, i even I set it. it up with like that well who's well who's your girl and i'm like oh we're gonna get into something like that nope nothing no nothing no. Even even when uh, Campbell and and the doctor are, sh- I, I guess, evidently amorous to each other, which is, fuck. Okay, then let's. I can clarify it a little bit more. Their relationship, how they hate each other, and they're setting up this moonlight dynamic, like literally gets settled in thirty minutes, where it's just like, well, everyone else is dead. I guess I gotta fall in love with you. <laughs> There's no one else to fall in love with. There's just. I'm a doctor. 
Not a piece of stone. Of course I'm going to fall in love with you, Campbell. <laughs> I've got no one else. Your best friend is a computer named Bernice. Why wouldn't I fall in love with you? Uh, Erica, something you hated. Um, I hated that we never found out what happened to that kid in the poster. <laughs> like, that's a real, that was a real, real question mark. I mean, not he went sure. on to a better movie. I guess. Um, I, I hated a lot of the things that Peter, Peter already touched on, of course, having a zero titty count. Do you, I, do you think that kid in, the, in that tube was the kid that ended up on Space Raiders? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Definitely. He took that shuttle to a different movie. Yeah, I hated I I I think the thing that irked me the most was Dr. Adrian Kimberly's turn. Because I really think it would have been more interesting to have her continue to hate him and hate him even more when they were alone together and just be like you nincompoop. Look at these pathetic ropes you tied from handle to handle. This isn't going to save us. We're going to die here. Like, And just sort of watch her descend into madness of her own anger. I think that would have been great, but it never happened. She just turned and was like... But better than them both just falling into this new friendship with Gar? Which is really out of left field? Well, I also hated that <clears throat> she's apparently a doctor. Gets a knife and is like, Okay, I'm gonna go defend us, and then tries to throw it at Gar. Or what happened yeah. with that knife? She was like, Ugh. "I'm like a doctor for Christ's sakes! Can't wield a knife better than that." Well, Man. doctors don't typically kill people. I mean, but it's Gar people. <laughs> True. We're making a True. we're making a big leap on Gar being people. True. Fair enough. Because honestly, even if he is hyper intelligent, like. If I saw that thing in real life, it's like I once saw a documentary called The Baby With No Face. Right? <laughs> and I watched this documentary, and eventually you see the baby with no face. Um, and I thought I was prepared for The Baby With No Face. But when I saw, first saw The Baby With No Face, and I want to point out later in the documentary, I fell in love with The Baby With No Face. I want The Baby With No Face to live a wonderful life. When I first saw The Baby With No Face... The reptile part of my brain literally went, kill it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm a horrible person. (laughs) But looking at Gar, like, if I saw that, I'd love to think I'm this enlightened thing. That thing was so gross and disgusting that that would just be like, kill it. (laughs) Kill it. And I think, I think because when Captain Campbell goes in there with the flamethrower, I was like, nice. He's going to mm. light up Gar. And I do believe that that is probably the only way you could kill Gar is with fire. Because Gar knocks that flamethrower out of his mm-hmm. hands and he doesn't ever try to go back for it because he's convi- you know, he gets yeah, convinced because... by Gar that friendship is more important. Absolutely, Erica, because you're right. Because in science, the only thing that stops jizz is fire. It's fire. <laughs> the only it's got to be it, right? right. Yep. It's got to be That's it. Right. I mean, it doesn't breathe, so you can't like shoot him out of the air. Lots fire of melts all things. Like to be fired, yeah. right? I will say I on that on that note the things I hated were like this is this is hard to say because I hated what Gar looked like. I yeah. hated all of Gar. I mean, to your points, I didn't like how he looked. He looked like shit. <laughs> I didn't I hated that constant shot of his eye opening and closing. My fucking god, please stop cutting <laughs> to that shot. <laughs> hated that. Then I hated his voice. 
Hmm. I mean, uh, who did his voice? Peter asked me. It, it, the credits say the Gling. Whatever that fucking means. <laughs> the Gling? The Gling? Don't know. Hmm. I know there's a company that's like, it's the Gling is thanked as one of the companies. I looked it up. I couldn't find anything on It's the Gling. But anyway, the Gling apparently made this shitty voice that you can barely, you literally can't understand. You just turn it up and you're like, what did he fucking say? Because he's talking out of butthole, as Mark's pointed out. So I just, listen, I loved the turn that they made in this movie where suddenly Gar is this friendly, out of nowhere, he's killing the crew and now he's like, I'm your friend. <laughs> it's so it's so fucking weird and I respect them for like making a turn that doesn't I mean look they don't it doesn't make sense they don't really make it make sense they don't earn it in any way but I loved it because it's so out of left field but gar itself is just sucks they keep sh- sh- they keep cutting to the same three shots of goo dripping I guess him breathing, though he doesn't breathe oxygen. His fucking eyeball opening and closing. I was like, stop. His Please stop. tentacles. You know what I just uh. realized? Gar is probably short for Garbra. <laughs> that's probably right. That's probably, that's probably his probably full right. name. I think absolutely. And you, yeah, you were thinking boy, but like that's not... Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's move quick, really quickly to everyone's favorite scene. The favorite scene from Chris, uh, Crystal Heart, I wanted to say. Star oh, oh, Crystal. Please. No, please, can Star we talk about Crystal. that? Star. <clears throat> uh, does anyone have a favorite scene? Ooh, favorite scene. I... While you think, and I will show you, I will, uh, I will play you mine. Oh, okay, Ooh. please, please do. Let's see here. There's a French delicacy, Campbell's tomato. Or how about tomato? Of course, there's always that favorite, Campbell's tomato tomato. Now you're probably wondering if I'm related to the Campbell's of Campbell's soup. Actually, my great 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 grandfather who founded the company back in the late 1800s unfortunately he lost it all in a gambling game in the badlands of south dakota i remember the night well there was a cold wind blowing in from the north and i said to him you've been a good boy uncle that is a magical scene that scene I mean, to you, you mentioned earlier, the way they blend terrible tones in, and that was one of their comedic tones. And that was him, I guess, charming Dr. Adrian to into liking him by him talk, doing the soup speech. It is so random. It is so out of left field. It's so unnecessary. But I loved it. It's just, it's this movie. The movie takes an unnecessary turn that I adored. It's doesn't make any sense it's not the appropriate thing to do but this movie is like i'm not gonna do the appropriate thing i set up 49 minutes of what i'm telling you what i am just to dash it away and do something else so that's my favorite scene well minus you know i've talked about it before i'm gonna talk about it again there's something i think the most innovative thing they did in this movie was casual spaceship 45 (laughs) like 
a chitty chatty fellowship just to come by and be like, hey, you ready to talk? You guys want to chit chat? Oh, I'm not really hearing you guys talk, but hey, I'm still going to keep talking. Seems like your communication's busted, but hey, ours isn't. (laughs) It's like the most wild thing that if there's anything from this movie that I will probably steal in my own writing is be like, God damn, do I want to see the adventures of that ship? Of, of that, of that <laughs> ship. Because, like, that's the ship that. They had like, sleep pods. Well, like, and they, they had a kid on there. I, seriously, <laughs> that's the ship that was stationed off of Jupiter. Uh, and they're like, oh, we found a crystal. And you know what? It all got us really high. It's like Molly. We all love each other. We're real chatty. We got plenty of food to get us to our next station. Nothing's going wrong. Hey, we have an alien in here. But he's a monstrous, evil alien trying to kill... We blew him out of an airlock. We actually did an Aliens movie. Now we're all topless and having sex. Hey, we're a chatty spaceship. What's going on with you guys? How's your movie going? Communications buzzing? Our movie's going great. Gangbusters movie over here. Gangbusters. I know the greatest movie is in that ship. That ship's having a great time. Like you checked on a the ship, they seem cool. We're good. We're all in the same spot. We're all right. So if you made a movie about the Californian that saw the Titanic sinking, yeah. it's nothing about the Titanic. It's about the Californian. Yeah. That would be a great movie. Man, all these icebergs. Well, we'll avoid them. Look at that ship. <laughs> Shit, they're going down. Hey, we try to call over to them so they look out. Some communication problems. Anyway, we're good. Hey, on the Lido deck, don't forget we're doing some limbo. We got a bunch of turkey hot pies on the ship, and they are good. So good. We got so much air, we fly around with the windows. We got those K-40 rations. They sweet. They sweet. You eat those K-20s? Not good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. All right. Well, then let's just move into final questions. We're going to go through some final questions for Star Crystal as we close this out. Um, the crew were going to be stuck in this small shuttlecraft for 18 months. Was this space COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to accept that as a yes. <clears throat> um, uh, so back in the space shuttle part, of, or sorry, the, the space port part of the uh, uh, movie, the lieutenant, the blonde lieutenant, tells the colonel privately during that tense meeting <laughs> that he should look at the file for Generator 4. Does that mean the explosion of the space station had nothing to do with the star crystal, but with an unstable generator? Oh, boy, that really blows my star crystal theory all the hell. (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. Uh, It could be anything, Ryan. It could be anything. It could be a totally different movie. It might be a part (laughs) of the casual 45 movie. Well, I actually just thought that was just a sexual innuendo. (laughs) She was like, hey, take a look at Generator 4. I think you might want to look at uh, this Generator 4 file. A.K.A. my pussy. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> would, would she have said it that lazily? <laughs> that kind that of... actress? Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it was an ADR. They messed it up. Because that actress probably just came from the dentist. <laughs> so speaking of the people in the emergency council meeting, um, who exactly is the guy that we talked about earlier who's smoking the cigarette and dressed like he's got a news article deadline approaching <laughs> before they go to print? <laughs> And he's got to get that article in. Get it in. Who was he? President of space. <laughs> All right. I accept. Um, I mean, really, aren't they Mars crystals? Ugh. No, they're crystals. Well, you find out who you to, are. To be fair, the guys that found that crystal, like, seem to be. The dumbest, just idiots. So to me, I literally go, well, it makes sense that they would call it a star crystal. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. They're logging it. They're like, what do you want to call this one? I don't know, dude. Well, star they were crystal? so. I don't know. Just they, label it. Let's go get loaded on space were, wine. Those two were like so focused and like, this rock is special, right? This rock is special, right? Sorry, guys. These rocks aren't special. No, I'm going to find a special rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Who are these dimwits that I'm supposed to be connecting to right now in this movie? They're just a couple of of jocks that got a job in space. And as soon as you asked that question, they were dead. They were dead. (laughs) Who are these idiots? Oh, it doesn't matter. They're dead. Um, uh, Once Gar sort of becomes Gar uh, and he doesn't want to eat anybody, what is he now surviving on? Food. Because Raj brings regular food? Yeah, remember he's he not just sucking the, the life out of people. No. I thought that's what he survived. He, that's on. why he wants to get to the the next checkpoint too, because mm-hmm. there'll be plenty of rations for everybody. So yeah. Gar Gar can make it to wherever he's going. But why does he? How does he know where he's headed? Yeah, it and where's he going? It literally feels like once Gar becomes like self aware and uh, you know born again, it feels like he seems very clear that he needs to like go home. But it's like, weren't, weren't you created on Mars? Aren't you I, Martian? I, I don't. Is he from Mars? I kind of took it that this thing was buried on Mars, but it came from somewhere else. Is he going to heaven? Ooh. Ooh, I, I, I thought we already established Gar was a lady. <laughs> Gar- Do you mean Garbra? Sorry, is Garbra going to he- Is she going to no, heaven? No, I don't think she is, but I think that she's... She's going on her missionary, and she's going to go knocking on a transport ship, transport ship, trying to teach people. She's a space Mormon? (laughs) (laughs) That nailed it. That's it. Oh, boy. Um, How much of the 24 hours of Mars footage is just the guys playing football? I hope 24.5 hours. Do you think it. they throw that football for like 24 and a half hours? Yeah. And then I think, and then I hope there's like a bunch of flexing on Mars, like just some like just random like guys just like check me out. Yeah. I hope they just be going oh, oh over here, over here for like 24 hours would be unbelievable. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Do you think the director, Lance Lindsay, just instructed the editors, when in doubt, cut to goo falling off of guard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was getting, I, I lost where we were. They kept cutting to it, and I'm yeah. like, are we, 
on the same scene? Did they move to another part of the ship? Oh, no, it was just a goose shot. Yeah, yeah. When in doubt, I just felt like they were just like, uh, okay, that scene ended. What next? I don't know. Cut the goo and then we can go anywhere. Like, <laughs> um, if I'm you keep that as my life mantra, <laughs> cut to when goo. in doubt, just cut to goo. <laughs> if you were one of the first humans on Mars, what would you do so you can claim I was the first person to do X, Y, Z on Mars? What was the thing that you would want to do on Mars? My job correctly. <laughs> 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 I'd take a shit. <laughs> take a shit. Oh, <laughs> just nice. jump in on Mars. Just be like, would you, I'm wouldn't gonna... you be pooping in your spacesuit though? No, I, I would just. I get the little. I get the little old timey cartoony butt flap, <laughs> and I just undo the little two buttons. Butt your hair? No, <laughs> no, because I breathe through my butthole. <laughs> so you're putting, you're exposing your butthole to space. You have to really take a deep breath. You got a planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, guys, I hope this is a small one. You got to, you got to, uh, you got to really watch your diet for the few days before you go in to do this. Make sure, make sure it's a clean, easy one. Oh, shit. Mark died in Mars because he had to take a shit. He ran out of air. Uh, to be more specific, to be more specific, he wanted to take a shit. He'd been talking maybe about he it for this. weeks. Maybe, maybe this is all we wanted. Uh, Erica, did you have something you wanted to do on Mars? Oh, take my bra off. <laughs> You'd just be like, "Woo! Now we can relax." Woo! Braless on Mars. Okay. Uh, we sort of touched on this, but was it really? that hot on that ship or was it just the sexual tension between Campbell and Adrian <laughs> I, it's hard to say I think he there was a malfunction in his uniform I think that his Dickies uniform had, a, had a, something wrong with the, the tinting when it was manufactured yeah. that caused it to stain in an awkward way that's um, all it's all I can because she had no she, had, she, she was completely fine. She was totally... She was so I would I would have gone back to Tilly's and said, listen, this this Dickie's outfit is not... It's not, it's not correct. Um, Cal mentions this time and time again, but being that, that being in space uh, too long will make you crazy. Exactly how long? Well, they certainly didn't hit the limit. I mean... <laughs> I would, I would, I would submit forty nine minutes. <laughs> oh, you know, which is oh. the time that we get to until we take the turn in this movie, because that's when it goes. That's when you're like, maybe this alien that killed all my friends is my friend. Well, that is true. The blonde does seem to lose her mind, like instantly. In, yeah, absolutely instantly. But to be fair, everyone she knew got blown up in a space station, and they kind of most of the rest of the crew. Really seem to gloss over that fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well they, the, get, they get over it really quickly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they have a couple drinks. Yeah, they talk about you know who's gonna who's gonna do what who's yeah. gonna do what. They they call dibs on women, which is god damn these people. Um, <laughs> but she's the only one that's really feeling it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really kind of feel for her because I told Erica this before the podcast where my wife watched this movie with me. And she's, you know, she's a she's a feminist, and she's uh, a wonderful lady, and you know, I think is a great friend to all women. And she ended up like getting so mad at this movie, <laughs> she literally 
just was like, that woman has a flat ass. And I was like, where did that come from? Why did that happen? And she's like, I don't know. Like, this movie's making me turn to these monsters that are on the ship. She went space crazy. <laughs> she yeah. went space yeah. crazy. So not long, maybe, no, is the answer. Long. Not long yeah. at all. Um, <clears throat> speaking of Cal, when he is being chased by Gar down one of the shuttlecraft tubes, how did he not outrun Gar? Because he stopped. He stopped to look back. Mm. Can't stop. That's like number one rule of being chased. You stop, you're getting caught. Because Gar doesn't seem like he moves anywhere very quickly. Uh, I mean, he might have had bad knees. Mm. You know, he's good. I remember chasing kids through those. My own kids. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. Oh, uh oh. Let me clarify. Uh oh. Through that, through those tunnels at McDonald's, and you know, you even there are at, a lot of police that listen to this podcast. So that's going to be clarified. <laughs> and you know, you're cool for a while, and then you're like, my knees hurt real bad. I don't want to crawl through this anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I could see Gar doesn't have knees, so he's like, listen, I'm going to catch up to you because those kneecaps are going to hurt, mm-hmm. and you're going to want to stop. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've got you. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's. I mean, is that the logical answer you were looking for? Because I gave it to you. <laughs> no, it's, I, yeah, no, it totally makes sense. This is maybe just me, but like on the map they have of the ship, where they can see everybody moving around. That is a generous description. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't it have been better, like, instead of lights, if they just used marbles? Wouldn't that have been fun? <laughs> That's just me, maybe. I don't the know. The lights seem a little loose in the way that they track people. Yeah. There's a, it, It's funny because the map seems to indicate that the hallways are very wide. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of space, but there's not. Mm-hmm. No. No, I also love the fact that all the humans are red on the lights. Gar is obviously white, and yet when one of the humans get killed, this is goddamn doctor. Dr. Kimberly, you're smarter than this. She's like... I guess he made it. The light's still there. And it's Camelasco. No, that light is white. That means that's the alien. <laughs> we don't need that explanation. I don't know why a doctor does. Look, look, Cal made it very clear she's a doctor of food. Yeah. <laughs> she's a doctor, I'm sorry, a doctor of food supplies. But, and she comes off like so smart when she's first getting mad at him in the intercom. Um, where she rips off the intercom. And I was like, oh, all right. I think I'm going to end up liking this woman. Man, as soon as she gets back into that cockpit with him, she becomes a mess. Mm. A real mess. Yep. 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 Now, finally, um, are is this the only Christian sci-fi movie, or are there others? All of them are. <laughs> <laughs> I, all all uh, you listeners, debate me. <laughs> All of them are. I'm Peter Fluet on Instagram. Feel free to hit me up. All science fiction horror movies are Christian movies. All right. Strong stance. Can't do that. Yeah, it's hard to to fight that. That's the answer. All right. So now that we're coming to the end, I just wanted to throw this out there. Uh, Is this a dud or a gem? Are we doing this now? Are Are we doing... Duds and gems. gems. I don't know. And duds. Just something I thought of. Are we? Is this is Star Crystal a dud or a gem? Oh God, I really have to think about it. Ryan, why don't we start Peter, with you? Peter, Peter, it's a total dud. <laughs> okay, it is. It's a total dud. Like, I think you're gonna get more enjoyment 
listening to us talk about it, and I'm someone that hates to hear my voice, um, than this movie. Wish you told us that before you agreed to become come Listen, on the podcast. Here's the thing: I'll always say yes to a podcast, but I won't listen to myself. On. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep fast forwarding through little bits. We are down one listen already. <laughs> we are negative one on this podcast. Mark, dead or a dead? It's a total dud. This one, uh, I I appreciate that the plot changed multiple times. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that the cast was, I mean, I think I made this reference in another movie we watched. It, it is a little bit like in the beginning, it's like slacker in space because you're like, I don't know what these characters, these characters keep disappearing. We're never getting mm-hmm. a main plot here. Yeah. Uh, but it just, it's, it's a long time. It's a long walk for a very small glass of water. Um, even if it really even, was slacker in space, which <clears throat> would have been amazing. We would have gone to casual 45 <laughs> and had a rip roaring good time. <laughs> right. That really would have been fun. I, but even with the plot twist, like the plot twist is like, whoa, where's this thing going? And then it still goes on. A lot longer than it needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a dud, dud to me. Erica? Well, this might surprise you, Ryan. Thanks for asking. But <laughs> I thought for 48 minutes it was a dud. Yeah. And then in minute 49, uh-huh. it turned into a gem. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a gem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll surprise you by agreeing. Because what? God, I hope we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry guys, we oh, got ADR no. this whole thing. <laughs> well, the whole podcast is ADR. Well, we just set up these microphones and just decided just just to talk into them. Um, Can yeah. We the cast from that first scene in the conference room just do all of our voices. <laughs> those those. Roger, actors. we don't have the money for these generators. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. This movie. Look. This movie's not good. Uh, but like that switcheroo, uh, that happens at once we get to a certain point and it switches off of being an alien ripoff to an ET ripoff in the same film. I just, I have to applaud this movie for making the, the craziest turn. Uh, one of the craziest turns I've seen in a sci-fi movie, not particularly like in a very cool way, you know, this isn't like. Uh, oh, the Event Horizon spent some time in hell and has come back and brought something with it. It's not that kind of cool turn. It is a now we're friends turn with the evil creature that was hunting us. Yeah. But like the fact that it did that to me is like this. This is it, look. It, this isn't a movie I'm gonna throw on all the time. But this is a movie that like, I mean, it's worth a watch. It's worth watching just to see how this movie switches tone so quickly and decides nope we're going down this road it's so uh it's so crazy and it's so like i mean it's misguided it doesn't know what it is it doesn't know what it's doing i think it should be required watching for any film students like in their final thesis and be like okay before you graduate you just gotta Put your eyes really quickly here on the old star crystal so you know what not to do in a film. Yeah, or, it's or, a gem because I mean, it just screws up so fantastically. Yeah, so I would also say that anyone that's like all sci-fi movies are the same. Mm. I I submit to you, Star yes. Crystal. Yes. <laughs> Here's a movie that said, oh, we're going to start out the same, but oh, 
wait for it, yeah. right. then we're going to go another direction. Here's one final question <clears throat> I'll pose to everyone, if if I may, Ryan. Oh, of course. If I may. Of course. Do we think that Star Crystal's failure was because they chose Coke instead of Pepsi? Mm, shit. <laughs> mm, shit. Mm, uh, that is a really good question. Uh I mean, I'd have to say yes, because the fact is, is that first crew that drinks the Coca-Cola, no one else does. That first group, they die. They get killed. I would agree with Ryan, only because I truly believe that the makers of this film said, Coke is going to sponsor this movie. And then they sent them two cans of Coke. (laughs) (laughs) With straws in the middle. (laughs) And then they had to do a... Whole lot of rethinking real quick on the fly. Just pretend you're <laughs> sipping. Just pretend <laughs> you're <laughs> sipping. <laughs> we only have two cans. We only have $3,000 and two cans of Coke, guys. We have to wrap this up in 16 hours. <laughs> um, all you guys. And in- Casual 45 is using this stage when we're done. <laughs> it for this episode that was star crystal we hope you uh we hope you enjoyed this episode if you like if you did please uh like us review uh give us a five-star review that would be really helpful for us it really helps people find us you can find us in all the usual uh places of course you can find podcasts if you hadn't found us in the usual places you wouldn't be listening but you can also find us on instagram and twitter and facebook find us there you can also write us Info at newworldpodcast.com. Send us your comments and your questions. Don't, Just, don't forget to debate Peter on all all yes. sci-fi movies being yes, a what, Christian movie. Peter, what are your socials? Where can they find you? You can look me up just by my name, Peter Fluay. I'm the only one that exists. So go to Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> Instagram. I'll be there. Yeah, feel free to fight me about all sci-fi movies are just analogs for Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) And you can do that with us, too. Um, We will see you next time on the New World Podcast.